Welcome to Bonus Stage, a chill video game podcast with two chill friends. I'm Emily Cardamus. And I'm Kev Bobbin. And let me introduce you to my friend James. Video James. Paddle 2! Well, E3's E3. over now, so... <laughs> yes. Happy happy end of E3. Champagne popping noise. E3. Wow. It's... What a great birthday present to me. Yes. Happy late birthday. It's... It's a good time for video games. <laughs> how... What... Gen, let's, like, do, like, general, like, right off the bat. General, how did you feel like this E3 went? I felt that this E3... Honestly, I feel like this E3 went pretty okay. Mm-hmm. Um... It felt like every company, except for, like, Microsoft, because they showed off a billion third-party games from Microsoft, um, they went ahead and they, they picked out a select number of games, and they focused just on those games for their conference. And it was all stuff that's coming out in, like, the next nine months. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it felt like they were like, here's here's the games we're working on, these games are coming out soon, check it out. Instead of being like, this is a game that's coming in six years. Right. Right, except for the games we got where it was like, this is a game. <laughs> like, we don't, we're not going to tell you when it's coming out. We're not going to tell you anything about it besides it's a game. It's going to exist. <clears throat> Elder Scrolls. Uh. <laughs> or Death Stranding again. Right, but, you know, to be fair, Death, I feel like Death Stranding has kind of this thing of, like, I don't want to... Here's the thing. I don't want to know anything about Death Stranding. I want to be con- I want to be more and more confused as time goes on. And even if I ever play the game, which I won't, I'll probably just watch someone play it. I don't want to know what's going on. Like I want it to be an inscrutable mess. <laughs> like I think look, here, here look, here's here's the thing. Okay. I I don't want I don't want the story. I just want to see, like, I feel like we saw a little bit of gameplay in the actual game. I feel like we saw a little bit. I want to see, like, more gameplay. Like, what, like, because he had, like, a gun at one point. And I'm like, okay, so are we shooting things? Or, like, are we just stealth? What, what, what is, what kind of game is this? That's all I want to know. I don't want to know any story. Just, like, am I dealing with an RPG? Is this, like, a third-person shooter? What is this? I, I think I saw a post on Tumblr that was like like joking about Sony's Sony's reaction to it. Like, oh thank God it's a game. Oh thank God I'm so I'm so thankful that it's a game. <laughs> like, like we're dealing with Kojima Unchained right now. So right, like, right. Like, like what is this? I still want to know. I've I've wanted to know for so long, and I, like it's great they're showing like, hey these are all these people that are in this game they look great, but like, yeah, what else is this game? That's what mm-hmm. I want to know. Yeah, I feel that. So we had, we had, that was, that was, was that in Sony's yeah. companies? I completely forget. Can we really briefly talk about Sony's uh, presentation? Because it I appreciate, so weird. I appreciate what they were trying to do. I did not appreciate the intro speech from the president when they were in that first space that was like the last of us space. The <laughs> yeah. And like the weird comments he made, like that wasn't yeah. really amazing. So- uh I have feelings about Sony's conference, and I, I like my main feeling is the fact that like so so you have your conference, and I get like the fact the Last of Us was like the biggest trailer they showed mm-hmm. uh, for them. Like for me, it was not the Last of Us. I'll, I'll get to, I'll touch on my big trailer from the Sony conference later. But for them, their biggest thing they were showing was the Last of Us, which we still don't have a date for. And so they they set it up in this the the, the area that they had the first part of the press conferences in was like a recreation of where the trailer takes place. Which is, like, so cool for, like, an atmospherical thing. Like, that's fantastic. Yeah. But then they were like, now we're going to take a quick intermission to move everybody to another room for another and part of the conference. Like 15 to 20 minutes. The hype died down so hard between The Last of Us 2 and the next game. Which, by the way, the dude that played that Japanese flute for Ghost of Tsushima is fantastic. Like, that white yeah. dude, like, that must have been some white dude who, like, lives in Japan for, like, 30 years or something. Because he killed it. 
I was watching it. I was watching the stream with like uh with uh, like in a Discord or whatever, and and we were all I can't remember the guy's name. I think the guy's name was Craig, right? And we yeah. were all like, yeah, Craig, shred it up. Like, I think I'm looking for the actual the actual tweet I made because I made a very good tweet about this, and I. <laughs> Craig was very good. I appreciate him so much. Okay, let's see. Fuck, this dude is killing it. I wonder if he knows through the fire and flames. <laughs> <laughs> Play Freebird! I think somebody actually said that during... While he was playing. Good. I'm real... That's the one... Play Freebird is a joke that only works if it is a situation or an instrument in which it would be completely ridiculous to play Freebird on. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not funny if you do it to a normal band, but if you do it to a guy playing, like, a Japanese flute, that's hilarious. Also, like, we saw we saw Griffin McElroy at E3 this year uh, during the Sony press conference. Uh... Did you did you not see the little banana dude shredding out with the glasses? Oh yes, yes, the ban- yes. Okay, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so I was, someone was like, somebody tweeted, they were like, yo, it's Griffin. I was like, oh my oh. god, this is perfect. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, you know, um, they showed the new. Was it was it the new? No, it wasn't a from so- it wasn't the new from software game. It was like some. They did show the new from software game, but that was at Microsoft. They, they, they it. did. It, what was that one game that I should have written this down? It was like this the the like. Uh, I don't want to say samurai because it wasn't a samurai game, but it was like there were very there were trees. It was very pretty. Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. Yeah, that's the one where the dude was shredding on the flute. That was be- like not like like my main takeaway from most of the most of the conf- or most of the press conferences was just like this game isn't my jam, but I can like really appreciate it mm-hmm. because like I don't I I really don't play a lot of those t- kinds of games just not for any particular reason um sometimes they stress me out too much but mainly i'm just like this looks like a movie and it's like but like in a good way because obviously like there are there are games where it's like it's like a movie and it's bad yeah david cage but mm. yo okay <laughs> wait hold the dude that plays the main robot dude connor and and in that so game nice. was at e3 cosplaying his character and like That's, he looked, he is he is so fucking cute, Emily. <laughs> he looks very cute. I've seen clips. I've seen bits and pieces. I have avoided the entirety of uh, Detroit Become Human. I don't just care because. about that game, but the dude that plays Connor is adorable. The only like, yeah, the only thing good about that game is Connor. So, which is very very good. But yeah, I'm trying to think. Microsoft was. Okay. Microsoft was Microsoft was here's two exclusives we have that we're gonna call exclusives, but they're also on PC. Um, and then every third party game that's coming out on every other system alongside of our system. Microsoft though showed off. Uh, I think it's called Tunic. It's yes. the game with the little fox, and you have a the sword, and it's Zelda as heck, but it's a the tiny Zelda fox. Dark Souls box I- game was like i was just yelling oh my god i want like i want that to be that tiny fox's friend i want that tiny fox to live in my pocket and just like be my friend that hangs out with me all the time what are those i can't think of what they're called um where you can get like the little they're called they're like little play sets that people make for what are they called um i think it starts with an m or something like that i don't know but like yeah I want to buy, like, I, I want them to make with, like, the collection edition for that game. Just, like, a little, like, one of those little square boards with the little fox dude in it. Like, I just want to buy that. Oh, like a diorama? Diorama, thank you. Got it. <laughs> I want that. I want that from, from Tunic, because it was real cute. It was like, oh my god, this is, like, Legend of Zelda. But then, like, they show gameplay, and it was like, it looks like yes, Dark Souls a little bit. Yes, It's so, and, and I love it being in that, like, isometric view. Like, I love games like that. It reminds me of, shoot, like, very uh, Monument Valley, sort of, mm-hmm. like, that forced isometric perspective. I love that stuff. So that was, like, I was losing my mind about that, and then when someone's like, it's coming out on Steam, I was like, thank god, I don't own an Xbox! <laughs> Uh, I think for Microsoft, the real big thing I got from them was Devil May Cry Five, because um, yes. that that was that was the game that literally came out of nowhere for everybody. Like, Every- I love the collective reaction of like, it is this is is this Devil? Yeah, what? like like everyone was just like, excuse me, is this Devil May Cry? Is that Dante? I don't understand. Uh, so Devil May Cry, and the fact that they are releasing a definitive edition of Tales of Vesperia. Uh, I'm a big Tales fan. I'm a big fan of. I'm a big JRPG fan. Period. So Tales was like yeah. right in my alley for like JRPGs because uh, it's the most anime JRPG. Period. And so Vesperia only came out on the 360. Uh, here it came out on the PS3 
and the 360 in Japan and Europe. We didn't get the PS3 version. Oh, okay. The PS3 version had extra characters and extra scenarios to it. So now that version is coming everywhere. It's going to be on the Xbox One, PC, PS4, and the Switch. Well, that's all I care about. So, like, I was like, oh, it's coming to the Switch? Sold. I pre-ordered it already on Amazon. Yeah. Like, it's it's done. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts, which, like, I'm glad they've, they've they showed, within the last, like, two, three weeks, we've gotten three new trailers for this game. Yes. Besides the fact that Johnny Depp is in it, like, his character yeah. model's in it. It's not his voice, which is great. They, right. didn't, they didn't use his voice the first time, they're still not using it now. Besides the fact that his character model's in there, the game looks fantastic, and I don't know why people are bitching and moaning about the fact that Frozen is in this game. I... It's... it's why wouldn't they put this in this game? It's like one of yeah, the most lucrative like things Disney's, Disney's ever biggest, done. Disney's biggest thing. Um, I So I uh, never owned a PS2, so I never played Kingdom Hearts when it came out, oh. which, like, doesn't make sense. I, I have it, and I, I've, I've been trying to play through it. But, like, you think about me... Kingdom Hearts is completely my jam. Like, yes. oh, Emily, you love Disney and you love Final Fantasy. Here, you here's Kingdom Hearts. So I was only like tertiary into it when I was younger, and the only game I ever played was uh, Chain of Memories when it came out oh, on I'm the sorry. Game Boy Advance. I know, and I never <laughs> beat it because I could never beat like the last Riku boss. And mm-hmm. I think at one point I traded it in. Regardless, but like, so so all of that aside, I cried watching the Kingdom Hearts three trailer. <laughs> Like, I cried. I just, like, I don't know, like, all to, everything. The Frozen Land, the Monsters, Inc., like, all of it. Like, I was just, like, weeping. I think I think what really hit me with this game is the fact that when they showed the Pirates area, we got to see exactly how detailed this game is going to be for some parts. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 it's weird adjusting to the fact that, like, this is a next-gen game, so everything's going to be insanely detailed right. compared to the last game. And it's just, it's weird thinking about that. I mean, it's practically, you know, I, I saw a side-by-side comparison of, like, a frame from Tangled and then, like, the frame from, like, the trailer. Kingdom Hearts looks better than the movie. Well, honestly, they, they bumped the, it's, it's the, it's a contrast difference. Yeah. Um, and also, they, like, had a really grainy trail, like, a really grainy screenshot for the Tangled, like, from the movie. I'm like, where'd you pull that off of a potato? Um, the movie's on Blu-ray, you can get a good screenshot for Yeah, this. yeah. But, like, I mean, except for, like, contrast different difference, it looks practically the same. And, like, that's, like, so They even like, kept, like, so her cool buck teeth me. and, like, and stuff, which is really yeah, cute. Yeah, oh, I just love that. I love it so much. It's, it's, yeah, the, the Tangled one, the Tangled world is the one where I was just like, oh, waterworks, here we go, but you know, we're crying. What's, but you know what's weird to me? So when they announced, when they fully announced that the game was being actually developed, like, four years ago, I think, whatever, mm-hmm. um, the first thing they said was like, we're, uh, we're including a Big Hero 6 world in this game. We haven't seen oh, anything yeah. from Big Hero 6. Oh, give me Kingdom Hearts Baymax, please. Like, it showed you fighting, like, riding Baymax, fighting like an evil Baymax. So I don't like, like the phrase "evil ba- evil Baymax," that makes me really sad. Well, it's it's like a heartless version of Baymax. Oh right. But like, but, still... but you were like riding regular Baymax, so I was like, all right, oh. cool. So like, where 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 is this at? Well, where is give us give us the Baymax we need and deserve. Give me that good soft boy. I want to be able to hug him in video game life. Another game you want to talk about, which was Jackbox Jackbox Party Pack Five. Yes, I want to talk about the new Jackbox game that was announced two days ago as of recording this, mm-hmm. uh, which is the second game on Party Pack 5, which is called Split the Room. And I got to, I watched the stream of it on both Wednesday and Thursday because they, they also stream like from their offices on Thursday really pretty frequently. Really cool concept. Basically, it's similar to Quiplash in that you're given a prompt and you have to fill out an, like fill out the blank to it. Uh, but the prompt is a scenario, and then everyone else once you, uh, once you've filled out the scenario, it's presented to all the other players, and everyone else has to vote yes or no. You know, depending on what the scenario is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your goal is not to you know is is to get it as fifty fifty as possible. You want to mm-hmm. present a you scenario. You want to split the room. Yeah, you want to, like, that's the point of the, the that's the title. It's great. It works out. Um, also, it's very delightful because the uh, the host of the game is, one, a cat. Hell yeah. I love that shit. Uh, two, voiced by Tim Sniffen, 
who did, uh, he was, uh, the host for Bidiots, but he's mm-hmm. also probably more recognizable as the mysterious man from Magic Tavern. Yes. Uh, so that was like, that was a great moment where we were all, uh, a bunch of us were in voice chat watching the Wednesday stream and they boot the game up and we're all, we're all there and we're going like, wait, a, wait a minute. I know that voice. <laughs> I hear that voice pretty frequently in my life. Uh, so that was, but it looks like it's going to be so cool and it's coming out in the fall, and I'm I really I'm like please give me that October release, give me that birthday release, Jackbox. Dude, there's, there's too many games coming out in October. Speaking yeah. of uh, games coming soon, one well, still like a game that I pre-ordered a while ago. I've been playing the demo the last two days. Octopath Traveler got some more oh, screen yes, time. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, and then I'm they so excited. They announced that the de- that there's a new prologue demo out. That you can, like, as of, like, this recording, two days before this recording, you can download this now. You can download this demo, and you can, you get three hours of in-game playtime, and that data will travel, will carry over to the full game if you get the full game. Yeah, so I So all your, all your decisions, all your, your equipment that you get, all your, all that stuff transfers over. This game is so fucking pretty, Emily. I, I'm so, I'm so excited. Like, I mean, it's, what was it? I was talking with some people and, and someone made the comment like, oh, it's just like uh, a different game that was out for the PS1 and I can't remember the name of it. There's so many games, Emily. I know, but it, it had the same sort of, <laughs> it had the same sort of thing where you had like seven characters and you could, or you had multiple characters you could pick and you could, you could play it as, as, as each one. And it was like a non-linear story. And I'm sure it's like people on the like the the fact that I looked up the wiki for that game, I was like, oh, this is probably developed by the same team, you know, or a similar team or something, because it is literally the exact same approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm just like so. I'm, I mean, that game is beautiful. I'm I've been so excited to sink my teeth into like a good like a good long JRPG. It's it's crazy because like the the Switch hasn't had the only JRPG that's on the Switch is Xenoblade Two right now. Uh, I am Setsuna is on the Switch. Oh, it's, that's yeah, that's true. I am Setsuna is on a bunch of other stuff too. That's true. Only like exclusive, JRPG right? No, right I, I get I get is, is Xenoblade Two, which like I beat Xenoblade Two. Xenoblade Two was fine. It was an action JRPG, but it's fine. Um, I'm ready for like a good fashion, good old fashioned turn based JRPG, mm-hmm. and this game is just gonna give it to me. So good because like yes. I've been playing. I've got almost two hours of of my demo done. I just got so you so when you do this demo, you get to pick one of the eight characters to start as because apparently like all the characters' stories will intersect at some point. So you get to start as one of the characters, and when you when you pick your character, you can see where all the other characters are on the map, and you can kind of choose where you want to go next in your story mm-hmm. to get another character, and then you get to like do their part of the beginning of the story, and then they join your party, and like all this so, like. Obviously, you're going to get all the characters in this game. I'm interested to see how all their stories eventually, like, intersect with each other. Yeah. Um, but just, and, like, this is just, I have, like, two hours of gameplay in this, and I'm so, I'm so mad I only have an hour left. <laughs> and then I have to wait until, I have to wait a month, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, but at least we, I like I didn't even know it was supposed to come out this year because everyone was the what the rumble was was like oh early 2019 and I was like oh okay whatever I'm just not even gonna think about it and then someone was like Octopath Traveler is coming out next month and I was like what <laughs> like I like I had no expectation of it coming out that soon and so like I am I am stoked because you know how much I love that non-linear game shit like, it's just like that's it's, my jam but the, the great thing is like because you can you can start as in in, in the full game same way. You can start as any of the eight characters. So the start of the start and ending of your game could be different for every single person. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm having so much fun. Like, I was texting a buddy about it. He was like, oh, I started this character. I was like, I did this one. He was like, we did this. I was like, I did this thing. So, like, we were like, it's so cool to be like, this is the thing that's happening in another part of the game. And this is the, like, it's so fucking tight. I mm-hmm. love this shit. Yeah, it's, and I... it, this game is, like, they, they call it HD 2D. Because, like, right. so the game is, like, it's all sprite work. And it's, it's a 2D game, but it has, like, the 3D-ish backgrounds with, like, all the fire was, like, rendered fire. The water's, like, real water and shit. Mm-hmm. It's it's so pretty. It's, oh, it's gorgeous. It, it reminds me a lot of, like, those old, uh, that those, like, transitional period um, fi- uh, Final Fantasy games mm-hmm. where you had, like, 
pixels or or like sprites or 3D models on pre-rendered backgrounds. But mm-hmm. now it's like you know, so like you you could only move in like like with Final Fantasy VII, right? Like you could only move in like a certain space or whatever because the background was pre-rendered, but you were a mm-hmm. 3D model. But now it's like oh, like also the background is you're still moving in that fixed space to some extent, but. Like, that's water, you know? That's actual, like, water with physics and everything to some extent, which I I think is amazing. Um, it's it's beautiful. The only only thing I'm worried about, because it was an issue I had, um, I play my Switch handheld all the time, mm-hmm. and when I played the first demo, I thought the text was really small. So I don't know if that's been changed. I didn't or... play the first demo. I mean, the text, like, it is a little small. Yeah. But because of the demo, there's a lot of stuff we can't do with the game. Sure. So, like, I can't, like, there's some of the options, like, I couldn't mess with any of the options, really. Oh, okay, okay. Like, I could mess with, like, the message speed and stuff like that, but, like, nothing else for, like, resizing Mm. anything. Hmm. Because that would be really nice to see. Because that was the one thing I was, like, I remember being at GDAX last year, playing the demo, like, after I had finished tabling for the day. And I'm, like, in the hotel bed, like, I guess I'll play this demo that I downloaded. And and that was when I was, like, oh, this game is incredible and I love it. But I'm sitting there in this hotel bed, like, trying to be, like, what does this text box say? Like, like feeling like I was losing my sight or whatever because it's... It was like teeny tiny text on uh, on the Switch screen, so... I don't know how much of the game was voiced for the first demo, but a lot of this game is voice acted. A, a lot of it was... A lot of that, the initial demo, was voice acted. I think you could only play as... You could play as, like, the beginning route of, like, two of the characters. You do the dancer and the knight. Yes. Because those two um, characters, like, meet up really early in their story, apparently. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And there's a child in the knight's uh, storyline that's basically Angus McDonald. Nice. So, uh, but, yeah. but still talking about uh, Nintendo, let's yes. talk about Smash. Let's talk about Smash. So I missed the Nintendo premiere uh, presentation. I did too. And I'm so mad about that. But I got to then catch up. And I was like, my big thing, and you'll remember, dear listeners, as I said it, of like, all I want is Animal Crossing. All I want is Animal Crossing. Yeah, Katie was very disappointed that there's no uh, Animal Crossing. But New Smash looks dope. Ridley's and Smash. Smash. Yo, Rid- Ridley's and Smash. Ice climbers are back. Everybody Ice is climbers back. Ice climbers are back. Uh, Mario's dead. <laughs> Mario yeah, died. Oh yeah, Mario died. Mario died. Mario- Mega Man died. Mario and Mega Man were killed by Ridley. Can we actually? Before we talk about Smash, can we talk about that, like, promo trailer for Ridley? Because the Where Ridley sigh... was spinning the hat like Mario was? No, 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 like, the sigh that Samus does when she realizes it's Ridley is uh-huh. the most relatable mood ever. Because <laughs> it was the most, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, She's like, this again? Jesus. It's like, oh, you killed my parents. What the hell? Like... <laughs> But also during the end of that promo trailer, like, so in, in Mario Odyssey, when Mario, like, the trailer, Mario spins the hat on his finger, mm-hmm. Ridley does it at the end of the trailer, and that was a really good moment. Uh, uh, rest in peace, Mario. Rip, rip Mario. Uh, it's now the year of Luigi again. Hey! Um, but, no, Smash, so it's called Smash Ultimate, and it comes out December 7th. Like, we have a date for this game. Wow, that's fast. So, this is coming, this is coming really soon. Uh, and so every, every single character that has ever been in Smash, period, is coming back for this game. Like, there's, there's these characters coming back, Ridley's new, so obviously there's, there's going to be more characters that come to this. Mm-hmm. It's not, it, it, there's no way they're going to stop with just adding Ridley. No. Um, every stage is coming back, I think, and, and every stage that's in the game has an Omega mode and a Battlefield mode, so it's great for competitive people, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. They also finally addressed the clone situation with calling them uh, uh, something characters. I forget what the word they use is they were the word they use for it. But oh, okay. they, they pretty much addressed the fact that that the clones are a thing in this game, like Pit and Dark Pit and Martha and Lucina, and they they were like you know they're they pretty much the exact same character with very slight very slight adjustments to them. So, like, how Marth, like, most of his damage comes from the tip of his sword. Lucina can get damage really anywhere. Mm. Kind of like that. And now they've announced that the next uh, 
clone character, whatever they call them, clone character, is going to be Daisy for Peach. Give me my girls. But Daisy's going to be in the game, which is great because, like, Daisy's colors have been an alternate color for Peach since Melee. So, like, she's in the game. She's got her own voice acting and stuff. And so another another cool thing they did for this game was because a lot of... So a lot of characters that, that they added, like, DLC-wise mm-hmm. had different... Like, their alternate... Like, some of their colors were turned into alternate costumes. So, like, for Bayonetta, you know, the main one was Bayonetta 2. Alternate costume for her was Bayonetta 1. Right. Cloud had his regular stuff. Then his, like, Crisis Core... Not Crisis Core. Uh, Advent Children stuff. And then, mm-hmm. like... So now they're doing this for, for a lot of characters. So, like... So, like, I think even Ike has, like, a different costume now. Although, like, the, for the Inkling, the Inkling has, like, all the different colors or different, like, outfits from Splatoon. That's awesome, um, too. But, like... so, for the for the characters that have, like, different costumes, their sound effects and their voice lines are, like, voiced differently. Oh, that's really cool. So, like, Bayonetta has different gun sound effects when she attacks, and she has a different voice. Like, her voice sounds different. Same with Ike and stuff like that. It's They're, they're like, they're doing all these little touches for this game. Oh, they even added, um, for Pokemon, because Pokemon Trainer is back. It's not just Charizard again. Uh, Pokemon Trainer is back. And oh, you can yeah. play as the female add... Pokemon Trainer. Yes! I'm so, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Leaf, my girl, she's here. The a- actual blue from Pokemon. Right. Uh, I, call, I, I default call her Leaf, because that's what they called her in the... Uh, Fire Red, the, Leaf Green. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they're they're doing... Like, they added, again, new Pokemon for the Pokeballs. There's new items. There's new assist trophies. There's no Waluigi, sadly. Um, which is a shame, because Waluigi should be in this Snubbed. game. Hey, you know what? We still have time. Yeah, that's true. Mario, I mean, at least Mario Tennis is coming out in, like, Ridley, a week. Ridley was in this game. Who wants to say Waluigi won't? That's very true. Because I remember Little Mac was, was an assist trophy for a while, and now he's in this yeah. game. Yeah. So. Well, and and it would be cool if they started doing this thing where they like introduce some more characters' rivals into it, you know? Because mm-hmm. you already have like Fox and Wolf, and now we're gonna have Samus yeah, and Ridley. Yo, they, put, they finally put Wolf back in. Oh yeah. my god! So it's like give me give me Sonic and Shadow, you know? Give me give me Mario and or give me Luigi and Waluigi. We already have Mario and Wario. Like why 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 is Waluigi getting snubbed over here? I'm still, I'm still thinking about more. Co- I'm still thinking about more of the costume stuff. So like they even like uh, a lot of the characters' costumes have been changed. And character models completely have been changed for some characters. Mm-hmm. Like Zelda is now the character model from Link Between Worlds. Yes, and I love. Oh my gosh, I their, love that character model. Their so reasoning much. was so good because so Link is a Breath of the Wild Link, but they said because Zelda in that game was more of a researcher than fighter, we gave her the Link Between Worlds look. <gasps> I love that. That's so um, smart. So it's like, and, and Sheik has a new design. Like that's a new design for Sheik because there was no Sheik in in Link and Breath of the Wild. Um, right. Uh, Mario has so some of Mario's attacks look different. So like I think when you do the up B, Cappy is actually in the hat. Like you see Cappy's Ooh. eyes come out. Um, Mario that's can cute. also wear his wedding and his uh, construction outfit from Mario Maker. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, everybody's That's cool that they're adding the mo- like more modern games in because before it was like Flood, and it's been a while since Super, uh, you know, Super Mario Sunshine. So, mm-hmm. um, everybody's final smashes have been tweaked. So, like now, instead of being like the final smashes that just like take forever and they're like bullshit, like the Landmaster and stuff, mm-hmm. it's just like here's a big attack and that's it. Like that's cool, right? Even like even for like Mega Man, his um, this is the last part about Smash I want to talk about. For for Mega Man, for his final smash, like his, it's the same final smash, but they added Proto Man and Base into it instead of just all the Mega Mans. Yay! So like they, they, these little touches to all these things they're doing is just like this is news to me. So I'm very excited. Look at this game! I was like, "Fuck, I gotta buy Smash again!" And like now you can like because the Switch updated, so you can use the the. The GameCube adapter, so now, like, they're making more GameCube controllers. Can I say that it is, as much as I love, because they also updated uh, the Final Smashes for Ness and Lucas, so they added, I'm so mad. I'm so, so mad. Yeah, okay. Can we talk about how it's, like, you have this beautiful, you have this beautiful 3D model of Kumatora and Boney from from Mother 3, and you still won't give us Mother 3. How dare you? 
the Kumatora is the real princess of Smash. <laughs> I love. I like the fact I saw her. I saw her, and I thought for a split second because I again I didn't watch the conference. Uh, I I just saw like the image of Kumatora. I was like, oh my god, you could play as Kumatora, and I was like, no, Emily, no, it's just for Lucas's final Smash. Like, and I got I I that was the fastest I've gone from like the happiest I've been about a video game thing to the saddest I've been about a video game. And thing. even like in Ness's like Poo and Paula come out. I was like, that's really cute. I'm, yeah. Like, because Jeff is a is an assist trophy already. Right. Uh, but then I was like, <sighs> where like you you gave us the most beautiful models of Boney and Kumatora and just like nothing for Mother Three. And basically, like basically, it's like Nintendo saying like, yeah, we know you've played the ROM at this point. <laughs> like, right. We, like, we're like, we know you've played it. Like, it's like we now. know you've stolen it already. Like, that, Don't worry like, about like, it. When they, like when they put Lucas into the game, they're like, we know you've played this game. It's like oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, not only is, like, Lucas in it, but, like, isn't Claus, like, Claus is one of, like, the, the alternate costumes, and it's like, we get it. It's like, how dare, how, you come into my house, where I ask for two things, and you give me none of them? Uh, no, I'm, I'm being, I'm being, of course, overly dramatic. It was a good direct. the one, the last, the last bit of Nintendo that I really want to talk about is the fact that we had no mention of the online service, which makes me Mm. believe, because it's, the online service is coming really soon. Makes me believe we're gonna have another direct just about the online service. Sure. Um, that's gonna discuss like again the price point, which we know it's gonna be I think twenty dollars for a year, which is like fantastic for online services. Because um, like PlayStation and Xbox is like sixty bucks for a year, and we're gonna get the online the, the thing with the games and stuff. But like, so we know we're getting the Nintendo, the NES games. That's great. We don't know how they're gonna work. Right. We also like. This is this is this was an issue when they announced it and they announced how this online service is going to work and stuff. We're, we can't just when this comes out because of like and because I believe because of the backlash they've gotten about this so far, I feel like there's going to be more games that come out with this than just the NES games. Like Nintendo's Nintendo responds about backlash extremely well, and so I feel like we're going to get more like I feel like this stuff was going to roll out eventually to get more 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 game system games and stuff like that. But I feel like now, because of this backlash, they might push some stuff out to the initial launch of this thing. Right. It's just like, yeah. it's, 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 it, it faltered so hard, because they were like, here's Zelda and Mario 1 again. Like, we've played this. Like, I get it. That's, like, where Nintendo started. But, like, understand the fact that that's not what we want. Like, Right. We don't want to buy Zelda 1 for the fifth time. It's great that a lot of these games that are multiplayer are going to have, like, online to them now. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, if I can play, like, the original Mario Kart online with somebody, that's cool. Yeah, that would be really amazing. But give me more to this. Like, you've, you've, you obviously, they're ROMs because we have the SNES Classic. Let's put this shit on the Switch. Like, yeah. I don't care. I'll, I'll just buy the game itself. I don't care. But, like, I just understand that this is not what we want. We want more. At least, at least give us Game Boy Advance games. Give me some Game Boy Advance games. Yeah, honestly, it's just like I would be, I would be so thrilled with the catalog that's on the Super, the the Mini SNES, and just popping it, like being able to be like, here's all those games, and I'm like, oh sweet, like that's, like I can just travel and have Earthbound and Final Fantasy VI with me, like heck yeah, Secret of Mana, like I'll take it. But I think oh, like man, right oh, now, man. like Let's play Secret of Mana, holy shit, that'd be great. But like right now, it's just like uh, I still don't really know what entirely this is that you're trying to sell me, Nintendo. I'm not like 100 percent sure on it, but keep supporting. Uh, all those indies going over to your platform, though, I appreciate the hell out of that. Yeah, shout out to them dropping Hollow Knight during the conference. Yeah. Um. Last thing, la- okay. Last thing, Nintendo. I just want to say, yeah. um, because this this people swept this under the rug so hard. There's a new Mario Party coming out, and it's real Mario Party. Right, right. I totally forgot about that. I am so excited because like it's come. I think that's also coming out in October or September. Mm-hmm. It's October, and so it's like okay, great. Uh, I'm gonna have a Halloween party with like a bunch of my friends. We're gonna play Mario Party. We're gonna want to kill each other. We're gonna play Jackbox. We're going to also probably want to kill each other to some extent, but like in a fun, loving way. Um, so it's just gonna be. It's gonna be so good. Um, and someone will probably die this October because they took my star at the last turn. But it's just it's crazy that they like the one thing that I, that I that I've always asked for from from Nintendo for like every E three besides like Animal Crossing because like we all we all want it we didn't get it yet but I feel it's like it's a collective I, dream. 
I feel like Animal Crossing has to be coming, but this is just, that's just, we'll just not talk. Well, that'll be another conversation for another time. Yes. I wanted a new Mario Party. Like, all we've gotten lately is, is, like, I get the whole, like, it's for everybody stuff. So we want, you know, they did the car shit where you gotta be in the car. You you play, you play against each other, but nobody's getting stars and shit. Like, it's, who cares? <laughs> this one is just like, no, this is a real ass Mario Party again. About the fuck some people. Like, like, it was on, like, a real board. And then, like, they did some shit where you put a bunch of switches together and make a board. Ooh. Like, they, like, they show people in, like, they showed the the realistic twenty year olds. There's a lot of air quotes happening right now. <laughs> um, in the coffee shop, all with switches, and they were like, "Oh, like their friend walked up. They're like, let 'Let's make a map like this.' Like, no, we should move our switches like this. And they, they had like three switches oh, and made a map cool. and played a mini games between the three switches. Oh, that's awesome! Us marketing to those millennials. No, weird. It's, it's, Nintendo's it's, like, it's it's so good. The only other, the only other like. The only super super big game I can think of that everybody was really talking about, I'm super excited for. Katie's super excited for. Uh, they fucked up releasing the special edition. Um, I'm very upset about this. Uh, it's Fallout seventy six. Oh, Fallout seventy six. West I'm gonna Virginia. Have to play, I'm gonna have to play a Fallout game, Kev. I've never played a Fallout game in my life. Not for not because I just don't like it, but just because they're not the types of games I play. Take and me home. they came into my house Take and me they, home. they 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 came, they came into my house. They played John Denver, and then they gave me the Mothman. Country oh. Road. So like okay. So this this game looks like it's what it's 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 it is being what New Vegas was to Fallout Three, which is just like here's like the engine and everything, but it's just like this is just a better game. Because mm, okay. Fallout Four was great, and mm. I'm just like let's make it better. Let's put multiplayer into this game. Let's like 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 real ass multiplayer. Like I'm not talking about like like some. Uh, uh, what the hell was that game? Uh, no Man's Sky multiplayer where like you oh. don't see anybody. This is like, no, there's other people who exist in this world. You can still build all the settlements and everything, but guess what? There are nukes just around. You can just blow somebody's shit up. You can make parties and stuff and like... <laughs> but, but, so, so one worry that, that everybody, that all my friends had at least because we all texted each other about this was mm-hmm. like, what's going to happen if you build something and then some 12-year-old with no life, like, destroys your stuff while you're not playing the game. So they did say during, um, like, one of their, part of the PlayStation stream that the game is going to have private multiplayer after launch. Oh, that'll be nice. Like, you could have your own little, like, we're playing together as a group exactly. of us. Yeah, that's the, that would be really nice. Because my one thing, like, after, like, someone made the, like, after I heard it was multiplayer... I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Just because I I guess I always felt like Fallout, a lot of the theme of Fallout was rebuilding. Uh Um, And and it's like just being able to like drop nukes on stuff seems kind of against that message. Um, I get like I get why in terms of it being like for the multiplayer aspect. Like I understand the use of the mechanic, but there was a part of me that was like, that seems against the theme. But if if that's the case, I think that's a good way to handle it because I would that, that's like I would love to be like, hey, here's a group of like a couple fr- like a ten friends or whatever, and we're all playing together and we're all building a settlement or something or or different mm. settlements or that sort of thing. The one thing that I do like about the whole multiplayer thing though is like again, this comes to the nukes. If you nuke someplace, it does like leave like 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 a crater there because mm-hmm. it's a nuke. Um, you get rare crafting materials and stuff out of like out of that crater. But because it's like a nuke and there's radiation, you could die trying to get that stuff. Mm, sure. So like, there's like a big risk reward to like doing it and like all that kind of stuff like that. And I think what what I think is gonna what's gonna be really cool with this game is because the way Fallout is made, there's so many different ways to play as a character in these games. So like, I like a lot of like my game is like I'll play like barehanded and use like blunt weapons and stuff. So I'll be like right up close and personal. Mm-hmm. But then there's people who use like. So, like, I'll be up close to personal. I'll be, like, shooting up drugs to, like, power me up and stuff and, like, mm-hmm. punch dudes in the face. And then there's people who want to use, like, like, one of my buddies is, like, I'm just going to use a sniper rifle the whole time. So, he's just, like, DPSing. Oh, okay. and Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to feel like an MMO, but Fallout. Mm. And it's like, this is fantastic. Like, I, I want this. I need this. Can I get a sword? Are there swords in Fallout? You can get, like, a rapier and, like, stuff like that. Okay, cool. I want to be, like, a cool, like, sword. I cannot wait to see how many Final Pams and Trash Hogan's. 
we'll see I, in this game. I mean, like, look, <laughs> I want to live my final Pam dreams. Like, I think I'm, that's valid. <laughs> I, I'm so ready to just be playing this game and just like, like, I'm ready for the eventual like YouTube series that is Travis Griffin. And uh, Justin and probably Clint all play this game together. I, uh, I can we can we really briefly talk about? It? I don't know if uh, you saw. So um, I, I think there was a obviously there was a brief period when Fallout seventy six was announced and they said it was going to be in West Virginia. That both uh, Griffin and Justin McElroy on Twitter were yeah. like, "Well, shit!" Like so, like or like this is like 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 we make fun of you once, Todd, and then you come into our home and destroy it. But also the fact that like Justin was saying a lot, because um, Justin McElroy still um, still lives, lives in West, West Virginia, Virginia. Uh, he was like, all of my local news is talking is like Fallout's like the top story is Fallout seventy six because they showed a shot of Camden Park, mm-hmm. and he went on like the radio because it's like here's the guy who could talk about video games even though he you know he doesn't work at Polygon anymore but like still kind of an expert to basically explain like fallout to a bunch of people who don't play any of this kind of stuff and i don't know i I think that's really cool like i think that's really neat that it's like oh hey that's west virginia so like i really hope i mean i know a lot of people have said it or like ooh, will the mcelroy's be in (laughs) like the mcelroy's will be in fallout 76 just like how the mcelroy's will be in trolls too but i really episode of that actually I, I really, really, really think that would be, like, really cool. Because, like, they have to they have to know, right? Either like, either they're going to do the whole, like... I feel like they're going to do the whole thing that, that World of Warcraft does, where they, like, put a celebrity in as an NPC in the game. Yeah. And it's going to be, like, the McElroy Brothers or something. It's just, like... like or give it, me, like, Final like, Pam as an NPC. Or, like, or like, at, like, at, like, some abandoned radio station is, like, Clint... <laughs> It's, it's gonna like it's gonna be good. It's I, they're gonna do something. Bethesda's gonna do something to. because they it's Bethesda to. and it's the McElroy brothers. I was gonna say because it's, so Bethesda, far, it's Bethesda it's and to. it's Todd Howard and Todd Howard said fuck on the E3 stage. Oh so. my god! <laughs> and he called us all degenerates. So. I was like, yo, Todd is real horny for these video games right now. I don't know how to feel about <laughs> Todd this. Todd came out swinging. <laughs> Can we also really briefly touch on the fact that he's like, now I know what you're all really excited for. And someone in the audience just yelled, Todd Howard! And he's like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't imagine what it must be like to be someone who just works at Bethesda. A buddy like, of mine just... works at Bethesda. Like, he moved to Maryland to work at Bethesda. And I'm just yeah. like... How how is that? What is that like? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's nor I'm sure it's pretty normal, but also it's just like I don't like your your main one of your main dudes is a meme. <laughs> but that's the did, did kill it though. They're like, yo, here's Fallout, here's a new Doom, here's some new Wolfenstein stuff. Elder Scrolls Six is happening. Here's a mobile Elder Scrolls, and then we have a new IP coming out. I was like, fuck, dude. Like Elder like Bethesda is killing it. Right I was now. I was genuinely very sad. I I believe it was Bethesda's conference that opened with like basically an impromptu Andrew WK concert, and mm-hmm. no one in the audience seemed to be appreciating that. And I'm like, yeah. what is wrong with you people? This I mean, is it was incredible. A like, I love Andrew WK, but that was also a little awkward. Well, yes, but <laughs> but still, it's like just have fun. Yeah. Have fun. Or at least, like, stop cutting to the audience that looked like they weren't having any fun at all. Like, just don't show me the audience. Just show, show me the one guy that probably was having fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else? What else? What else can I think of to talk about? With do we want to do we want to get into some questions? Let's let's get into some questions. Let's let's do that. I uh, have some questions right off the bat. Let's let's go. All right. So, um, Anne Kern asked who's at House of Darkly on Twitter. She asked this to me directly, not to the show account, because this is a very important question, and we'll take these one by one. Uh, which Kirby Smash skin are you most excited about? I mean, I always play as the black Kirby with the yellow eyes. Well, but I I think also oh, maybe like, like, the she like the hats. I think she means like the uh, hats. I want. I, I will be so happy to be Kirby with with Solid Snake's hat again, where yes. I have a goatee and a bandana again. The snake's back, but with his a small with a small butt. I think I as much as like everyone's like, oh my gosh, the Ridley hat. The Ridley hat didn't just like I don't know. It didn't feel right. I don't like it. 
it's too small. I want it to yeah. be big. Um, I want it to be big like Samus's helmet. Yes, but the uh, the ha- the the Inkling hair hat is so, so cute. I I just love it's just and it like frames his face perfectly and it's so adorable. Oh, I love Kirby, um, but it will it, it will though be great to, to uh, be because I never bought any of this the Wii U Smash DLC. So it will be exciting to be Bayonetta Kirby for the first time because mm. Bayonetta Kirby is super cute. That haircut, those glasses, the mole. Oh, I love. I mean, I love Kirby because Kirby is everyone's friend, and mm-hmm. I feel like he would just have a picnic like with everybody. Um, but like all those comics that people did when Bayonetta was coming out with like Kirby, like made me weep uh, with like joy. I love. I love. I love Kirby. And then question number two. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at what it now. Is, I'm looking at the question. What is your Fallout 76 Mothman dream date? My Mothman dream date would be us. Uh, it would be us like having like like sharing a bottle of wine, staring at the sunset, and then like all the streetlights come on, and we just like stare at some streetlights for a while. That's nice. And I watch like Mothman trying to like bump into the streetlights for a bit. Oh, I would find fallout huntington <laughs> and oh i would God. take mothman to that amazing pizza place i went to in huntington because i'm sure it would have rebuilt at that point or i will rebuild we'll, we're gonna rebuild this is less of a dream date and more of a life plan <laughs> um if that pizza place exists i would take the mothman to like a nice a nice like pizza date you know it's like casual but it's still kind of cute and romantic um, and then we would, you know, I think, I think the sunset, but like when you're in Huntington, you're like right by the Ohio river. So you can like sit at the edge of the Ohio river and, and just like watch the sunset. I think that'd be lovely. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, our next question we have, and I feel like we, I, I answered this question already, but I want to know, I want to know your thoughts on this. Sure. Comes from Elias Middle, uh. Elias? Ellis? Ellis Middleton, I guess. Uh Uh, I'm sorry if I just destroyed your name. It's at Daleks in Holes, which is okay, it's a Doctor Who thing. Yeah. Uh (laughs) what game announced was the biggest surprise? Like I said, for me it was Devil May Cry five. I no idea Capcom was working on anything Devil May Cry related. Because usually they post job listings for this stuff and like there was Mm -hmm. nothing that came out at all for this. So like I'm just generally surprised that this game is happening. And it's coming soon. I think, because obviously announced would be, like, whole new game. Because, um, like, for me, like, Octopath getting a release date was, was the most, was the biggest surprise. Because I wasn't even expecting it. But I already knew Octopath was coming out. I don't know if I have a good answer to this. I think I wasn't really, I, I think I was less surprised by things. Because I didn't really have expectations for a lot of the other uh, conferences. And more mm-hmm. just, like, taking in the experience. That seems like a cop-out answer, but I, I genuinely can't think of something where I was like, oh my gosh, that? Um, except for Devil May Cry. And I was mainly excited about that because it's like, I have a friend of mine who's super into Devil May Cry. And so my reaction was just like, oh my gosh, she's gonna love this. Like, like that was sort of the, I, I think, the biggest mood for me. But I can't think of, I really can't think of a game in particular. I'm sure I'll think of something in, like, the next three hours, and I'll be like, oh, wait, that! But right now, mm-hmm. I have no idea. And that's fair. That's fair. Oh, listen, this is a really good, this is a really good question. Okay. This comes from Troidal, or at Troidal Power. I think that's Troidal. I'm so sorry if I butcher your name in this. <laughs> uh, if you have, like, a weird at or something, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> their question is... What did you think of the set dressings slash atmosphere for each conference? Do you think having a cool setup really matters? Um, for the second part of your question, no. Because Nintendo hasn't had a real setup in, like, three years. Mm-hmm. Nintendo always kills it. They do just, like, a direct video, which I be- I feel like a lot of companies are going to start doing that. Because of, especially because of how the audience has been this year. Uh, where a lot of audiences, like, weren't super into it, or, like, we had another thing, like, if, if we have another thing like Sony, where they kind of, like, botch it for people at home. But what did I think of the set dressings that that we did have? Microsoft reused theirs for the last, like, four years, so didn't really care. Sony was very ambitious with theirs, with the whole, like, we're going into two different rooms thing. But again, it kind of killed it at home. Um, Bethesda, to me, had the best set dressing, because they were, like, it was Todd Howard in this, like, fucking TED Talk-ass room, and 
it like it was like dressed up kind of like Fallout a little bit, and it was just really good. Like Bethesda just like killed it with that. Sorry, I, I'm losing it over the phrase TED Talk ass room because it, it's like, it's like it true, it's... but it's just like an amazing turn of phrase. Yeah, I I think you know I I liked what Sony tried to do. I heard I think I remember reading. I want to say it was Chris Plant from Polygon. Uh, was, like, in the room at the Sony conference, and they were, like, pipe... Like, it was standing room only, and Mm -hmm. they were, like, piping spooky music into it before it started. And if I was an industry professional in that room, I think I would be a little creeped out. (laughs) I think that would be a little unsettling. But, yeah, I thought it was... There was definitely a very cool moment when they were, like, showing this venue, um, which looked like a millennial wedding, uh, and because it was supposed to be like a, a barn, it was, uh, it w- which was great. Cause I was watching, I, I had this thought so of good. like, I have this, I had this thought of like, this looks like my cousin's wedding that I went to like three weeks ago or whatever. And then I was watching the Polygon stream and, and, and Pat Gill goes like, Oh, I, this looks like a millennial wedding. And I was like, Oh yes, thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. I was just at one of these. Uh, let's dress up a barn for some reason. But like that moment of going like of the, of the crossfade of the venue into the trailer and it being the same vent, like the same room. That was a very cool moment. I, yeah. I don't know if it was worth all of the hassle that followed it, but no. that was cool. I, I did really want to point out, and we didn't touch on this earlier, I really, really enjoyed this. I don't think this counts as set dressing. I love the fact that Microsoft showed off that accessible uh, controller that they've been working on. Uh, yeah, like while that, they were playing Forza Horizon yeah. or whatever, like some of the people were playing on the accessible controller. Yeah, and I, I, I think that's so cool. I think, I mean, obviously... Uh, that type, people have been building that hardware for a long, long time, but this is, I think, really the first time we're getting it directly from a big company like this, mm-hmm. and and I think that's really cool to see because hopefully it will make these types of things way more affordable to people, and and you know, uh, ironically, more accessible. Like I, I just think that's really neat, um, and and for them to showcase it at a big event like E three, I thought was really it was a really cool move. The great thing that's going to come from that is the fact that because it's an Xbox controller, it's going to work on PC. Mm-hmm. So people who want to play PC stuff and need something more accessible, that makes it more accessible, yeah. they're going to have that avenue now, which yeah. is fantastic. That's really cool. Video games for everybody, y'all. Yes. Come on now. Sidebar, uh, really quick, before before we go off. I, I, I do want to say... I take one more question after this. Okay, uh, but the the tone, I did really love the overall tone of all of the conferences were very much like, like Microsoft's was very like games are for everyone. This is like what we're about. And, and like the only problem is that they kept using the phrase gamers, which always makes me kind of cringe. But the, the sentiment behind what they were saying was really honest. I can't remember which presser literally said, I think someone on stage said fuck Nazis or something like, or punch Nazis in the face. Yeah. Um, it was probably about Wolfenstein. So maybe it was Bethesda. But just like there was a good, except for that, except for that Sony guy, right in the beginning, who said some whack stuff about yeah. like I don't. He tried to make like a Kingsman joke, and the, it was weird. Mm-hmm. But but the general tone throughout all the pressers, I thought was really good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I feel like, I feel like everybody had like a again. It was it was a good tone for E three. E three was very. It felt very relaxed this year. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a bunch of filler. In all honesty. And like I said, they showed off a lot of games that are just, like, coming very soon. Yeah. But let's take this last question from yeah. Riley uh, at Reclaw Gaming, uh, who asked... So the second part of this question, I mean, we both the same answer. What game do you wish was announced that wasn't Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing. Um, but first part, favorite trailer. Honestly... My favorite trailer, and this is going to be weird because I, I really, I, like I talked about this game earlier, Death Stranding. A Death, honestly, Death Stranding. We got to see the game move in engine. We got to kind of get a little, like, we got some explanations for some stuff. Like, in the like in the, the, the last trailer we got before this, um, where we where we saw, like, Norman Reedus and, like, the two people, and we saw Mads Mikkelsen or whatever. When one of, like, the Shadow Dudes grabbed a guy, he, like, aged really fast and just, like, died. And then, like, they explained that in the trailer, like, when... I forget what they call the things, but, like, when they're near, um, whatever they touch, like, it ex- it's, it speeds up time. So, like, when, when the dude was walking around Norman Reedus, like, all the grass was growing and stuff. 
like out of the dirt. Right. And I think they made a comment too about like the rain does it too. So that's why there's like no infrastructure because it would, it like literally makes everything disintegrate mm-hmm. or something like that. And, and there's like a, cl- like, I don't know, some weird thing about like, he's got a baby. I don't know. So, so the baby thing, I feel like, I feel like it, it got somewhat explained where he was talking, he was, in, he was inside the building and he was like, he was like, uh, he was like, hey, all these things are, are out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like they're going to close in on me. And the guy was like, the guy was like, if, that thing, if one of those things touches you, um, you'll come back, but the area is going to be a giant crater. So it makes me feel like the fact that, like, if you have the baby, like, you can come, like, you'll get, you'll come back to life. But, but is like, the like, baby, like, him? Is it, like, a clone? Like, that thing is, like, is it, like, a clone of him? That's what I'm feeling, because I'm like, I'm like, they're going to touch the baby. It's going to turn into another Norman Reedus. Yeah. So like there's it's, it's 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 Kojima Unchained. It's Kojima yeah. Unchained. I don't know. I I just want this game. I just <laughs> want it. I don't care how much it is. I just want it. <laughs> I want an action figure that looks like the Norman Reedus cuz like Kojima was Kojima put up like a full like render with turnarounds on Twitter yeah. today. And he was like he was like I hope this helps any cosplayers that want to work on this. I was like you fucking know people are going to cosplay this shit. You <laughs> know people are. And I want that fucking umbrella that the woman had in that trailer. I want I want her jacket. Her jacket was so cool. I want this game. Uh, yeah, I think my my favorite trailer was actually probably the um I'm going to I forget what it's called again. Shadows of Shadows of Tsushima? Yes. Just because it was very beautiful and it felt like I was watching a like an old like a an Kurosawa old, movie? Yeah, like an old Kurosawa movie. Like like it felt like like, like they, they had all these wide shots and all these medium shots and, and all like the lighting. Yeah, and the light and the deckled lighting through the leaves and and then when they were doing that last battle and all the leaves are flying up in the air, like I was just like I was just enthralled with it. That's one of those games where I'm like, I want to watch someone play it. I probably wouldn't play it, but yeah. I, I just want to watch it. It looks beautiful. It's a game um, I would play without the HUD on. Right, right. And I guess my other favorite trailer, just in terms of like me being excited for it, was Tunic. Just because I that came on and I was like, Tiny Fox. <laughs> like, if I if I had to just pick a trailer like out of like pure like excitement for a game, Spider Man. Oh yeah. That like, looks they did good. a very long like gameplay trailer for Spider Man, and I, I'm I'm really excited for that game. That game comes out good. extremely soon. I'm very excited for Spider Man. I really hope that there's a lot of like Spider Verse stuff in it, just because like I think the problem is that I said like the Into the Spider Verse trailer came out, and now I just want everything <sighs> to be that. Because that movie looks like it's going to be crazy and, like, crazy good. And and there's, like, a part of my heart that's like, oh, man, a video game in that style would be bananas. I see three, guys. That's it. That's E3. Uh, and that's going to do it for us this week. Well, uh, Emily, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Corrupted Gem. And I do a weekly comic called Steamed Veggies, which you can find at steamedveggies.artfulhypothesis.com. Kev, where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me at Kev Bobbitt on Twitter. Uh, you can watch me talk about more video game stuff. Uh, and by the time this episode comes out, I'm sorry, you gotta watch me talk about me hanging out with my girlfriend because I get to go back and see my girlfriend uh, for a week. <laughs> so, sorry if you don't want to see that. Yeah, I also do uh, I do two other podcasts. One called Show to Trash, which is currently on hiatus um, just until I get back from that vacation. Um, because work is work and like personal life stuff has been insanely hectic lately, um, but that one we talk about anime every week, and I do another show called Need Salt where we talk about food and stuff. And we're actually going to record an episode later, uh, really soon. But so by the time this episode comes out, that episode's going to be out. Um, we're going to talk about mental health stuff in the food industry and like Anthony Bourdain because he reluctantly took his life about a week ago now. Yeah. Um, very sad. He's a huge inspiration for me and, uh, and another one of my friends who's on the show. Um, and mental health is like a very big thing in the food industry. A lot of people turn to like, a lot of like really high end chefs end up turning to like drugs and like alcoholism and a lot of really bad stuff because working in the, working in the industry is like chaotic and it's shitty. And Bourdain was a big advocate for helping with stuff like that. So we're going to talk about him and a lot of that stuff. So be on the lookout for that. Check out Kev's podcasts, which are all lovely and amazing. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, like the show collectively on Twitter, uh, that's at bonus stage cast. 
and we if you have like uh you know suggestions for typically so typically we play a game and we talk about it during the episode but since this was e3 we decided to just talk about e3 because we ended up talking about it for an hour um so in the future if you have like games you might want to suggest us to play and talk about you can do that on the twitter or you could do that uh, via email at bonusstagecast at gmail.com um, and if you have a moment, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend if you like the show. Um, really helps get the word out, and it means a lot to us. Thank you so much for you know already saying such kind things about this. We're we're still figuring it out as we go, and we appreciate you know giving it a shot, and and you guys you know already giving some really great feedback, even just from one episode. Uh, it means a lot to to both of us. Definitely. So until next time. We still don't have a sign-off. No, we don't. So, Uh, we'll see you next time.